Hey everybody, Patrick here, uh, official podcast lackey. Uh, James had a little bit of an issue with his audio on this episode, but we were able to salvage it. Um, so just wanted to let you know that's why it sounds a little weird. He says he's sorry. Uh, hope you still enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hey there, welcome to the Club Club Podcast. I'm James Alvarado the head lunch orderer at the Hard Audio Cable's offices. I am here, joined by Zach. Hello. And the Boston crew, Hannah. Hey, everyone. And Patrick. Good to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was very official. I felt like you are right in here with me. Before we jump into anything, this week, Hannah and Patrick watched a movie called Midsummer. And I, we did. I happen to know that Zatch is a huge, huge fan of that movie. So I'm going to let you guys have an unspecified I, amount of time to talk about it. Um, I happen to know that you read the plot synopsis. I happen synopsis. to know that James was too scared to yeah. watch it. <laughs> you did the same thing. And that he just fast forwarded through all of it. I so have, he knows. You did the same thing with Hereditary, which I have a problem with because that's also a great movie by the same guy. I have click and held through the timeline on VLC. Through that movie. <laughs> so you, you watch as like the thumbnails went by and just yeah. like you were reading those. Yeah. That's really sad. Still frames. <laughs> I mean, he's a busy guy. It's like a picture uh, book. Who has time to watch a two and a half I'm, hour I'm movie? Terrified. Not James. I'm wow. terrified. Um, well, we watched it on Halloween, so spooky. that was why. Yeah. Zach. I mean, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, but there were some, it, for me some pretty gruesome scenes in there yeah it's pretty unsettling um yeah it was very gory <laughs> I, there was a lot of like looking through my fingers <laughs> oh yeah watching yeah. no but i think i think it overall has a positive message you know like not even being funny like it's about it, it's like about a grief um dealing with grief mm-hmm. at least kind of in a weird way you know like i think he said he was going through like a really bad breakup when he wrote that, which is kind of obvious with the shitty boyfriend. But mm-hmm. yeah, like the whole like the only people that I've that actually cared about her were the crazy cult, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting dynamic. Yeah, it was. It's very intense. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was well done. Yeah, well, did either of you watch Hereditary? No, I. No. You should definitely check it out. It's the same writer director. Okay. Um. Less, less of like an actual like I mean it's legitimately a horror movie, but in the same way that Midsummer is a horror movie, which yeah. I guess Hereditary is a little more traditional. But you know, three quarters of that movie is more uh, thriller than horror. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good depth to it. Very well written. We'll watch it next Halloween. You should. Twenty twenty one. I did see a black cat when I got out of the movie theater when I saw Midsummer. You have a black cat. Well, yeah, it was not my black cat. Because okay. technically, <laughs> your house, I was going to say, I, I, in theory, I do see a black cat every time I watch a movie. <laughs> 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 it's somewhere okay. around here, anyways. And time's Maybe up. Ray. Wow, five I hope, minutes. I hope, hope you guys had a great discussion about that movie. Yeah. Did, I, did I miss anything? You did walk away from it a little bit. Zach, I know how much you like that movie. I have seen your Reddit comments regarding <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I did talk about. I read the. I actually ended up reading the script to that movie afterwards. There's, oh, wow. there's some more scenes in in the Mega script. Fan. Yeah, which uh, he's apparently there's like a a three hour cut of that movie from the director. That yeah, Patrick was telling me. Yeah, that. I really want to see that 
Uh, I th- yeah, he did like a. We thought maybe we had seen it, but then we were like, "Wait, no, we didn't." No. We just watched whatever James had. I, I think Plex, he just did a private one. screening. I could be lying about that, but I don't think he's released gotcha. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I told James on like Monday, like, "Oh yeah, we watched this over the weekend," and the first thing he said was, "Zach really likes that movie." <laughs> I love that movie. That was his first call. I, so I was like, "I oh, wrote okay. to uh, where, to your bachelor party." Oh, and, that's right. Uh, we yeah, we talked about. I you mean, guys read the screenplay aloud. We yeah, is back- a strong word to say. Yeah, I mean. uh, I, he was reading the plot synopsis, and I was reading the script. So you know, mm-hmm. he played the part of the bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah, what, Zach, a, what an exciting bachelor party that that is. We we rode in a car together. Invited, yeah, so. I'm sorry. It was a yeah. good time. That uh, what's it like rice bowl place we ate at was really good. Yeah. I don't really remember what else you did. It was so crazy, man. Yeah, so (laughs) crazy. Zach, this week, it was your pick. It was. Would you like to uh, break it down for us? Yeah, let's get into it. Hey, I actually had an idea for another topic of discussion that I'm just going to throw here on you. Uh, Is there anything you guys were listening to this week other than this, this album? To be honest, just CNN. <laughs> I barely even listen to this album. Really? Like, I'm very underprepared. Oh, no. Oh, because, no. obviously, this won't be relevant when people are listening to this, but this is election That's week. That's true. So. Yeah, we are recording in the past. Just, well, I guess technically yeah. we're always recording in the past, but... So, no, I've just been really getting to know the CNN anchors this week. <laughs> um, that's all I've listened to. I really want John King to just use less words. I don't know. I, I like it. More I was going to say, I like... Yeah. <laughs> I like his quick he's, math. Yeah. He's smart and you can tell he's fired up about counting votes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I did listen to a little bit of um, that Sonic Youth album, The Eternal. They're like, I think it's their maybe their last studio album. I didn't make it all the way through, but uh, I just felt like checking it out. It's kind of interesting. It's, it's less uh, experimental. Huh. I want to get through the whole thing at some point. Oh, that sounds fun. I'll just, check that out. Yeah, I'll just say I haven't listened to as much Sonic Youth as I probably should have. Me neither. You Me know? neither. I have the standard essentials no in has. my library, and that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, listen to Click again, <laughs> as one does after our episodes. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, I really like dug it. into that Deftones album this week. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then I was also trying to peruse through candidates because it's my pick in this. Ooh, okay. I'd like, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, I listened to that Sinai Vessel album that uh, Hannah oh, was talking yeah. about. Yeah, I, we, we, we listened to that Man, too. I really yeah. like that. And I, so I, I'm not too familiar with their back catalog. I just remember them being more of like a, a, a more energetic kind of emo band. And this is more like along the lines of like a, I don't know, kind of. Like, I'm mostly saying this because his voice, but more the lines of like a mm-hmm. dead cab or like. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. But I really like that album a lot. Like, yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I, I think do it's too. A great album. I have been listening to that a lot. I had that on repeat, just, just to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I'm cool. still stuck on the uh, the one that came out a couple years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. The, that's the, the. Can't remember what that album's called right now, but. Vessel. Sinai Vessel. Sinai Vessel. Band. Uh, what was the name of the album? Is that... I don't know. I'll look it up. Is right that now. Broken Leg? I think that's the song. That's, 
2017 or album. Maybe that's the album. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the name of the album. Yeah, Broken Legged. Yeah. Yeah. I just recognize the album cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that album too. Um, but yeah, I was like very much looking forward to the new album, and I really liked all the singles that were released ahead of time. And before we get too far away from that, uh, edit out that singing, please. Oh no, that's <laughs> that's the cold open. Satch, let's go get this description on it. On yeah. The okay, so uh, this week we all listened to uh, "Father, Son, Holy Ghost" by the band Girls. Uh, record three by them. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say one of my favorite albums, uh, and also say they're probably one of the most underrated bands. But you know, I'm just gonna gonna say that. But yeah, uh, this came out like 2011, and I remember being at my friend Andrew's house when this came out, and he was already a fan of this band, and I had not listened to them yet, but he showed me uh, the track. Uh, vomit and was just like mm-hmm. can you believe drums sound like this like on an album mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. that's just my memory of that but nice. yeah it, it's great um, but yeah so girls uh, two piece band Christopher Owens EJ White uh, I don't know if any of you did any uh, research into Christopher Owens life but he no. a very interesting life and there's kind of some hints of that in this i mean not so subtle hints of that in this album but he mm. grew up in uh in a christian cult called the family which ah. if you've ever seen like season one of true detective that like uh that religious uh cult of like they're they're in like that kind of like a big tent revival is based on the family and like Joaquin Phoenix and his family also grew up in this church. So he lived... Wild. Yeah, yeah. So he lived, like, overseas. uh, And his... He had, like, an... uh, I guess... I'm going to try to remember the story, but his... Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen True Detective, so that's why I'm not, uh, like, jumping in with details to help you. I felt like you had... (laughs) You and Patrick probably haven't seen True Detective, but anyways, no. should watch it. You should. It's good. Uh, right. But yeah, so his he had the, an older brother. I guess it was before he was born that uh, that passed away because like they uh, kind of didn't really believe in medicine. They were so like it's mm-hmm. a very strict kind of wow. Christian cult, and so his after his brother died, his father peaced out, and he grew up with his mm-hmm. mother, and he grew up like they could only listen to music from people from that cult so yeah he kind of grew up on like certain gospel music yeah which there's definitely like heavy influence in this album yeah uh and then when he was 15 he just kind of like got away from the cult flew to texas to live with his sister in el paso ended up working for the guy that owns the the cadillac ranch do you guys know what i'm talking about I mean, I, yeah. I don't know the guy personally, but I know the guy. Yeah, yeah. So he worked for that guy, and then eventually moved to, uh, to California, where they started this band. Uh, but yeah, wow, crazy story, interesting life. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. So there's a lot of Christian kind of themes in there. But yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess let's just talk about the album. Uh, Wait, so so both members of this band struggle struggles with drugs. 
Yeah, for sure. And that, you know, I don't know this for sure, but E.J. White that just passed away, he was only 40, and it's, it wasn't really said what happened to him, but I, he's, he's had some struggles with drugs in the past. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's kind of, kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to, let's do a round table and talk about this. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, you want to start? I'm actually curious to hear what you think. Uh, there's a lot of good bass lines on this album, I'll just say. So, yeah. So <laughs> I already mentioned this, but I really didn't like dig into it as much as I wanted to. Um, just given like the week. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been a crazy week. So I actually am planning on listening to it more. Yeah, the um, trade deadline on Tuesday. Biggest year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, but overall, I liked it. Um, I'm. I feel like it's like the kind of band that I would have like really liked in high school. Um, but like, I didn't know them then, or I don't know. I guess they were probably were a band then, but um, pretty pretty close to that timeline for you, probably. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, overall I liked it. I thought the first couple songs were like the strongest for me. Um, and then like the rest of it, you know, I kind of would just like go in and out of, you know, kind of paying attention, um, as one does. Um, but overall, yeah, I thought it was, it was really good. It kind of, to me, sounded like music that should be in like an indie movie. (laughs) Um, that was like very much the vibe I got from it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Patrick? Um, I really like the first two songs. Um Alex to me is was I really, really like that song. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. But then yeah, after I that agree. song That's I kinda kept time. waiting for one to come up that I liked as much. And there weren't any other songs that are really that similar to that song. Uh, yeah. So for me, uh, it wasn't quite. Uh, I always just kept wanting to go back and listen to that song again, <laughs> um, but I thought it was good. Um, it definitely like has a vintage type vibe. A lot of the songs are have like a retro feel to them, mm-hmm. um, which sure. I think is done well. Uh, well, before either Patrick or I had really listened to it, like one day last week, just like after you picked it, I like put it on like during breakfast and Patrick was like, is this Belle and Sebastian? <laughs> oh, and yeah. I was like, oh no, it's the girl. The first song, yeah. The yeah, first song just like, I like mean, after like, like hearing 10 seconds of yeah. it, that was what he said. Yeah, there is. And I was like, uh, yeah, I get that. I see that. It is kind of interesting because yeah. this album doesn't really stick to, to one sound. Like it kind of bounces all over the place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That usually gets an album uh, plus marks for me when it's like, stylistically different yeah i'm gonna go ahead and assume it's my turn um yeah Yeah, just jump in there it uh definitely feels like it has some sort of narrative um flow where it's like there's a section of the album that's this distinct section and then there's another section album that's a different section and you can sort of um remember that as you go and revisit it and i did Mm -hmm. again you know it is uh they have a lot of different styles on it, stuff like that. And uh, I enjoyed it. I thought, as with the others, I thought the first three tracks are the strongest. I could see that track, like like you, Zach. Uh, I thought it was good that you, you mentioned that with your friend. How old were you when that when that happened? When you had that experience about the drums. Uh, well, so this was nine years ago. So I was like, so based on our calculations, probably- like seven. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like 19 or 20, probably. Um, yeah, I thought the drums on that Vomit song were cool. I like the way they Yeah, like it. when they, yeah, it's it's so good, man. You need to know Zach's <laughs> age to have, come up with that opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, just what? like, if he's like in high school, it's like, well, who knows? Gotcha. I don't know. I wish I was that cool in high school. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was pretty cool in high school, so. Not and really I thought that, that song Magic, when y'all talk about like, songs that could be in an indie movie that song magic mm-hmm. definitely like after somebody gets murdered viciously or something <laughs> you hear that song you know i don't know yeah so after some grisly oh, scene yeah yeah i could see that yeah and uh yeah i thought the first movie or the first song was very like cinematic to me and i actually like watched the music video for it and like oh, the yeah. music video was like a perfect like movie Where he's like driving <laughs> around like, in a, a little, car with the yeah, yeah. It was just, like a little like two minute movie i was like oh that's like, like exactly what i wanted it to be you know, it's the the Elvis Costello suite at the beginning of the album. Yeah, that's. I was thinking that too. Like, so, I mean, I guess I'll just take my turn. Even though I kind of already talked about this album, but uh, my favorite songs were "My Ma" and "Vomit." Like back to back, those are just some heavy hitters for me. But yeah, like it starts out like "Honey Bunny." It's just kind of like surf it's kind of like a weird mm-hmm. like it's That's very it, surf bit. yeah it's a little bit mm-hmm. um it's it's great and then alex also very strong and that that part it's kind of weird because like alex is kind of just like a verse and then like an instrumental uh section to get back into the next verse but like that arpeggiated bass line it like picks up in the instrumental part gets stuck in my head constantly and then yeah die is just a blast like it's such a weird like when i heard that song i thought my friend had switched to a different band i mean they even said like it's based on a an old fleetwood mac song which is kind of funny because even like fleetwood mac like people that only know like rumors wouldn't think that fleetwood was like a, a very riffy band you know yeah, Fleetwood Mac never went that hard. Yeah. As die. <laughs> right. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what I guess, like, one of the first impressions I got of the album, too, just when I, like, first started playing it was, I thought the opening, I mean, this doesn't matter, but, like, I thought the opening track didn't, like, sound like an opening track at all to me. Like, it kind of sounded like a, like, middle of the album song yeah. or something. Like, I don't know, something about it, it just, like, didn't sound like it should be the first track but not in like a bad way just like a i don't know and then i kind of thought the same thing about the last track oh yeah i didn't think that like i never think that the album's over when that one plays i'm always like oh i do agree with you even though i really like that last song a lot and that was yeah i like it too but it doesn't sound like it should be yeah it had to grow that one had to grow me the most out of all of them like that's Mm -hmm. when i didn't come around to until the last few years probably like i didn't really like it um Mm -hmm. but you know i guess i my tastes have changed and it you know it's it's very like leonard cohen i think like that's that's what that song uh, reminded me yeah. of when i heard it the song die with that we were just talking about yeah um, that one didn't completely land for me um, really? same, same here it, to me I, uh i don't it kind of made me think of like wolf mother or something which is like one of my <laughs> yes. most favorite bands oh really but, yeah um, <laughs> that guitar riff yeah it was like kind of i thought the intro um not what i wanted it to be was it's just, I, I thought it sounded generic you know 
on repeat listens, I found myself enjoying that song more mm-hmm. than the first time. I agree. But I felt like, was I enjoying it more because of my other gripes around the album or because I just liked it more? Which doesn't matter if I liked it more, I liked it more, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like the, the end of the song is, uh, is good, though. I yeah. like that ending. Well, see, outro. one of my thoughts was like, it changes pace about two thirds of the way through, and I feel like they should have just ended the song there, and I, I didn't care. No, about that. no, I I disagree. <laughs> I I love the change of pace in the end. But that's one of my gripes about a lot of songs in general, which is more of my neuroses rather than like an objective gripe mm-hmm. about it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just it's just so cathartic. I like it. You know, it's the song's about getting fucked up because we're all gonna die. You know. Mm. I thought it sounded like that song in the intro of Cars Three. <laughs> I just like the, you said that video. With, oh, yeah, is that what you years. were sending us today yeah. or yesterday? Yeah, I, yeah, I see. There's like a little okay. riff that's just similar to that. Gotcha. So up until the part where it goes gets to the lead, where it's like wow, 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 it sounds like a little generic. And then when that lead comes in, I'm like oh, it's cool. And then the vocals come in, and I enjoy it more. And then it's like it does jam pretty hard. The chorus is, is yeah. cool, but uh, I was sort of with Patrick on that one. So how do you feel about forgiveness? Because that's the other kind of like, I mean, that one's more of like a like a Pink Floyd esque kind of jam. The last half of that song is it's a solo. Yes, I have on my notes that the solo is too long, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I thought it sounded like low. Really? So there were some bands that I felt like just kind of like would pop up into my mind as I listened to this, and so Elvis mm-hmm. Costello we already mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bowie, sort of obvious, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You said Fleetwood Mac already. And then like and Sebastian. modern bands, yeah, and uh, stuff like "Here We Go Magic" a little bit, and "Low," and um, I had some others too, and now I can't can't think of them. Of course, "Low" is not a band that came to mind when I was listening, but I'm interested to hear. I always felt like you can remember that made you think that they sort of. So for me, one of my overall takes on the album is like after midway through "Die." The song, can, the album, can kind of be a slog to get through for me, because, and that's why it reminds you of love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's a you know Damn. the way some slowcore bands can be if you don't yeah. like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, is uh, some of those some of those slow songs I felt like sounded like slowcore band to me, and a little bit like low. But what I was going to say was this band sort of they're. Playing is very good, but it's sort of like uh, it's throwback style playing. So it's like more, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to say generic, but you know what I mean? Like it's not um, far left of center or something. Mm, and, yeah, uh, so sure. I think like where the way this band is approaching those sorts of songs, uh, it reminded me of low, but low is sort of like more left of center in the way they do it. So I thought, I, so I thought they were like, exploring sort of like a slowcore method or something but it was less interesting than a lot of slowcore bands for me just in the way that their influences are um shining through in their music you know i think their influences were a lot older than slowcore bands yeah i I don't i agree i don't necessarily think they were aiming for slowcore specifically although i can see why you were why you might compare it to some yeah i'm gonna call that in that realm but some james bias there but i'm gonna call that into question (laughs) <laughs> sustained or whatever alright <laughs> <laughs> um, man but in 
the, those drums though and and vomit like when they come in and it's just that, that yeah organ, it's great it's, it's great. i it is a good i'm sound, just gonna yeah. bring yeah but yeah there are a lot of gospel influences i mean he even has those two gospel singers i think the tour for this album they brought they had like three uh gospel singers doing background vocals Are they a two-piece, or do they have a lot of hired guns when they tour yeah, and stuff? Yeah, they do hired guns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they're not a two-piece? I mean, yeah, there's no other band members, though. But there's more than two people. They're the, song, they're the main songwriters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because they're... Uh, they just have different people playing on each album. Um, do you guys care about that when, like, a band can, like with their core members reproduce the sounds on the album live does that matter to you guys what's the question do we care if a band is able to reproduce the sound of the album the sound like the sounds on the album right so they've got organ keys and horns and times and stuff like that right oh no i don't usually care that much it depends yeah it it definitely depends Uh, generally i don't care if they get it exactly but there usually are little details that i like a lot that i hope to hear and if i don't hear them sometimes that's disappointing but usually it's more related to like vocal performance type things where they don't do it exactly like they did it on the album rather than yeah a certain rather than like auxiliary keyboard part not being there or something like that yeah. unless yeah. it's like a really memorable part that's left out or something i think mm-hmm. it definitely depends because there are ways of like if you change your song up enough live anyways it doesn't really matter if you replicate it on the album or not it depends on how much like that, you know, like it was like with a vocal mm. performance, you know, if you're singing like a different melody entirely, that's something else. But if you're, you know, if you change up the, what, you know, uh, if you just change up a little bit, like it's, it's different. It, it definitely is bad if you can't replicate even close to what your vocals sound. Like if you're just an awful singer life, like that's, that's a big bummer. And that's probably a different right. story entirely. But, <laughs> but yeah, for me, it's not, I don't know. I don't think it's that give a deal there was so around the same time i remember the um ariel pink's haunted graffiti had an album come out called uh that was another band i wanted to mention today. that i felt like this band sort of eats into like i could see somebody liking ariel pink who also yeah so that's my friend and that introduced me to girls introduced me to that band and uh i think before today came out a little bit before this album um but probably not by much. But he saw them live and was like, yeah, you can tell that Ariel Pink is a studio band. Like, live, they mm-hmm. can't replicate even close to mm-hmm. what that album sounded like. That can be disappointing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, to get back on the album, you were talking about the drums in, in Vomit. Oh yeah, uh, I think the drums everywhere just sound good. I get for, for how many like instruments that are on the album. I think like it all sounds very good, very well yeah, done. Yeah, it's it's like a very well mixed. Yeah, like everything mm-hmm. is exactly where you want it to be, at least for me. Um, mm-hmm. Like yeah, I thought the whole thing sounded good for sure. Yeah, I like the like even those those organs and those keys. They're just so slightly in there, and there's a. Uh, there's a couple of riffs where they do like uh he, he kind of does this a few times on the album the riff will be like very loud and 
panned left and then he'll play it through like a very distorted but turned down I guess kind of tone and they'll pan that all the way to the right and it's mm. it kind of sounds really interesting if you're listening with headphones okay I did not listen to this with headphones at all I would I recommend it. I only listen to it in the car and out loud at our house let me know if you need a cable for this yeah yeah I do need a cable for these look look at this <laughs> and never mind actually Very don't sad. let me know because go on I'll let you do this I'll just put an order in on Shopify <laughs> yeah I'd love that mm-hmm. um I remember thinking um, when I love like a river was like when that song starts it it sounds so much like a uh, like a Paul McCartney song. My love is like a river. Like I'm sure there's like I, there's probably some influence there, and I, but I I feel like there's like a Paul McCartney written Beatles song that starts out exactly like that, and I just can't remember what it is. I need to go through and listen to mm. some Beatles, but just like the uh even the like the piano sounds like the way he's playing mm-hmm. piano on that song is just so so beatles play that one real quick Patrick. I can't remember how that is. oh yeah nice yeah so i know i already mentioned the i don't know since i didn't like dive as deep on this one i like the one thing i did try to do was like watch some of their music videos <laughs> <laughs> just because that was like an easy thing to do um so yeah i already mentioned the one for honey bunny but i also watched the one for vomit and I will say that, is, like, is it the car? I was one? yes. So like, like it's I just the car. I, I know, like, yes. Honey Bunny, he's driving a car. I guess he's driving yeah, a car yeah, boat, yeah. but yeah. No, and that was like exactly how I described it, to Patrick. I was like, literally for the first minute of the song, it's just like <laughs> a car commercial. But I like really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like very like sexy shots of a car. I think I remember um, reading that like they just borrowed that guy's car, and so yeah. That yeah, was them just like shooting his car <laughs> over and over. Yeah, no, it's it's very cool. I like that concept as a music video. And I feel like that music video made me like that song better. Like when I just first listened through the album, yeah. like that song didn't really stand out to me. But then once I had watched the video, like I felt like I kind of like got it more. And now when I hear that one come on, I'm like, oh yeah, like the part when like the car's like lights come on, like it's cool. Uh, I mean, do you, uh, do you feel like lyrically you can identify that song with that song? about vomiting yeah so actually uh that title is actually from a biblical verse which i had pulled up to like in my notes to talk about but oh. i cannot remember hold on let me look it up uh because starting the lyrics section of yeah the... let's start yeah so i guess so it, the, did you have any other thoughts so far Pat, that you wanted to add in before we yeah we could on. we no. could talk okay no let's go to lyrics okay so yeah, that song Vomit, uh, the title is from a Bible verse that says, as a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. And it's kind of about, I mean, it's about like being so uh, like obsessed in love with somebody. Like he's literally yeah, falling them around the everywhere. Now. And it's, yeah. 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 Looking for love. Right. And that's kind of the gist, like the, a lot of the album is really about love and it's even... Same, in a couple of songs it's similar yeah <laughs> yeah uh but like my ma and i think uh is it honey bunny let me let me think back to the lyrics of honey bunny uh that one's about love for sure well yeah but my ma is like it's it's about his relationship with his mother mm-hmm. uh even though he like fled from her from that cult that he lived in he's still like like he says he's still 
loves his mother, but it's kind of like a weird kind of uh, distant love where like yeah. he's the way he is because of her, but like, you know, good or bad. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't really pick up on that. Sending to uh, I, I didn't have to probably listen to it enough times to pick up on like the more nuanced things in the lyrics. It definitely stood out to me that like a lot of the songs were like about chasing someone around that he was romantically interested in. <laughs> yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, some of it is a little creepy. Uh, um, I mean, sad overall. Yeah, it's just it's very depressing. I think uh, the album album their first one is more so about uh, his life in the in the cult in the fallout and that. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, the the only song I really remember from that album is uh, what is that one? The I think it's Lust for Life. Lust for Life and Hellhole Rat Race are kind of the big singles from that. Yeah, Lust for Life. That's the one. Oh yeah. I always liked that song because it like starts out with that line about I wish I had a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like the like homoerotic like first line you know coming out because i feel like at that time it was less common you know yeah um, yeah to hear that sort of thing um so i always uh, thought that it was cool that he did that i thought the lyrics on this album were less like in your face or something like less uh tension seeking sure yeah <laughs> or something i don't know but not that i analyzed the lyrics on the old album in depth but i i think it sort of also I feel like the lyrics were also influenced by like the retro vibe. I think the the lyrics themselves were also written in a way yeah, like definitely that was influenced by how lyrics were written in the sixties and seventies and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like Love Like a River is kinda mm-hmm. kind of a good example of that. Oh yeah. For sure. So Zach. I'm gonna put you on the couch for a moment. Yeah, let's do it. So this this album, I feel like has a lot of throwback elements, right? Yeah, it, I feel like I would agree. A dad who's into dad rock could like a, an album like this. Did I say song or I, think, I meant to say album? I think so. Yeah, I, no, ahead. you said you said album, but yeah, okay. I would agree with that sentiment. So does your dad share your your uh, enjoyment of this album? You know, I don't know. I uh, I feel like he probably would. He, I, w- I wondered he, if that factored into why you like it so much. No, I don't think I've shown him this band. I he will listen to pretty much anything though. So right, I you said he doesn't sure. like the Grateful Dead. That's true. He that is one place where he draws a line. <laughs> 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 we'll see. We should get him on here as, as a guest one time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we do our we'll Dark Side of the Moon episode, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. The Lost episode, our American Beauty episode. Uh, a lot of edits to make on this episode. Nah, it's all staying. No, it's it's uh, I. It's pretty good so far. I feel like this is a good discussion. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Definitely leave that part in. Yeah, leave, even leave that <laughs> Guys, part. Guys, we are doing an outstanding I mean, job. Look at us go. Look at us go. <laughs> We're so good. Round of applause. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Now, like after talking to you guys, like I definitely want to listen to it some more. I kind of feel like this is a, an album that, like, when I'm like at 
my parents' house for Christmas, I'll like put it on, you know, like the speakers, because like you know anyone would like it. Do it. Thing. Yeah. You should. That's it's just an album I put on a lot. Like if it seems family friendly. I have it in the car yeah, right now. Maybe my, my parents were into it. You know, yeah. they have no idea. Nice. They have no idea. That's awesome. They have no idea, James. <laughs> Give them some credit. They're getting so cultured. I mean, I don't think it, it, none of the songs on the album are like that. I mean, there might be like darker themes running through them, but there's no song there. It's like, oh wow, he's really saying like some. I mean, it's not like those songs in the in the seventies and eighties weren't dark themselves, right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, totally. But there's also, I think, for a lot of the songs, if you don't dig that deep into it, there's also just like it's a good time, a fine, like surface level, like nice love song vibe yeah, that you can for sure. go with too. And that's, I think, what Hannah's kind of getting at. Yeah, that it, because, you know, I don't want to say it's, like, easy listening, but it's, like, you know, I feel like it would, like, be pleasing to, like, a large group of people, you know? I would, like, put it on if people were, like, over at my house and, like, you know. Yeah, like, the, no the line in, uh, in Honey Bunny where he says, I'm going to get you, honey, which, if you think about it, it's a little creepy, but also is definitely something I would I would hear, like, mm-hmm. in 60s music said with a straight face. Well, I would face. bleep that part out if people were listening. <laughs> you would bleep it out? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good. You should. She does that very meticulous on the timeline of song with the, with the yeah. mute button. I know my entire mm-hmm. music library has been replaced with edited versions from Hannah, just mm-hmm. selectively editing what she wants out of songs. Before it gets to the Walmart store shelves, you know, it goes through. <laughs> Man. Yep. So. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So here's here's one part of the album that like. I'm less stoked on, but it just depends on my frame of mind when I listen to it. And sorry, I'm mm-hmm. moving. No one can see this because we're, this is a audio only podcast, but I'm moving my computer so I can see the timeline of the song. Um, so you can't see my face. But mm-hmm. the, the end of how do you guys feel about the song? Just a song. I can't remember which one that is. Right okay. Now. So that but one, Patrick's gonna it play starts it out with like a minute of like kind of like finger picking guitar. Yep. Yeah, it's like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like very mm-hmm. uh, down tempo. Um, the last like two minutes of that song is just like the him just saying love, and then like there's like the snare roll. It's just a song over yeah. and over and over and over. Oh yeah. Which <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Sometimes I love that, and sometimes I'm like, okay, next song. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah, felt like right. he repeats some things a little too much. A few times on the record, and one of those times yep. is on the uh, the "Saying I Love You" song. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, you know, you brought up that just a song, and that section of the record, I felt like aside from the the drum flourish and vomit and the song magic, you know, I have a hard time getting through that that section of the record <laughs> to the end. Like, and I, and I wow. get that like. Love Like a River is like a little too corny to me, I guess. And then uh, <laughs> Jamie Marie and Forgiveness, they feel like really sincere, heavy things, but I just wasn't emotionally invested enough every time I'd get there on the album to like really feel it or is really feel great about it. And so your I'm, mom's like beside you in the car when you're. No, it's. <laughs> you um, can't feel. Okay. <laughs> I would just get a little. I mean, it's like, it's not really my cup of tea for music, you know? So when it's sure, going yeah. on a little too long, you know, they're, they're jamming a little too much. In my opinion, it's just not going to keep my attention like other things might. So you. it's, like I said, it's more so my neuroses than it is an objective thing about the album. Can I just say, I, I really enjoy that 
this is with this album i'm not hating anything and like you guys get to like pitch in and say you don't like things and it's kind of like a nice turn of events you know as the <laughs> right as the heel on this podcast you guys get to have yeah. a, a little yeah. fun yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah we're the baby face this week um, that's right mm-hmm. i'm enjoying but yeah it. that part you were talking about zach um yeah i feel like that part was kind of like you know, kind of like a Beatles song that you're kind of like, all right, wrap it up. Yeah, you know? like I get, I get it. Like they I'm do like, that sometimes. Cool, you're really like you're hammering like... home the thematic element of the song. Yeah. Sometimes, it's it's... like I don't know, I don't, I hate it, but yeah, it's also no, like, and that, yeah. yeah, slightly indulgent. It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's this whole sure. album is pretty indulgent I to be honest. Seriously, found myself thinking like, has anybody ever done like that where they've done, they've taken like a really catchy chorus and just gone ham and repeated it for like 13 minutes on a song just probably the same 15 second section like too many cooks but like sincerely catchy <laughs> well I'm, yeah too many cooks there you go too many cooks is very catchy <laughs> i suppose so. you know and then you just make it so it's like there's a word for it um no of course i can't I, it's like where words don't make sense after you say them up over and over again yeah. oh yeah yeah anyway mm-hmm. oh yeah can we uh can we have uh patrick describe the album art <laughs> Is uh, that time sure. of the pod yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that time of the pod. Uh, it's a white background okay. and <laughs> what? a square of text that I can't read because I'm looking at it on Spotify. It is. It's, it's, it's very lyrics. small. The lyrics and the, the yeah. Okay. Also, there actually, there is an alternate album cover out there. Uh, maybe you could find and describe that one to you, Patrick. Yeah. Well, anyway, to finish this one, it says "Girls" down at the bottom, record three, and then that's the name of the band underneath that probably father son holy ghost but i can't read it at this size so it's a spotify compression unlistenable mm. unreadable yeah unreadable Let's yeah see if we i feel like it very alternate. much looks like a 2011 album yeah it's very uh, very of the era cover um i found the alternate album cover it's a oh that's cool it looks like um sort of like hipstamatic or an early instagram filter um is the vibe that the picture has and it's a girl holding a polaroid camera and this is girls um sepia toned picture uh white and red striped shirt a la waldo of where's waldo of where's waldo fame of where's waldo fame (laughs) so yeah and it says uh girls on it as well Naturally. I'm surprised it hasn't been a Where's Waldo film franchise. So, would you guys, like, put this album in your rotation for the future? Like, would you actually listen to this not, like, if it wasn't your homework for this podcast? Because, <laughs> like, it sounds like James is a no. Yeah, James is a no. <laughs> um, I probably will. Um I don't know that it's like something I would return to like frequently, but sometimes it's hard to predict though, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, I don't know. I could see myself putting this on, but I could also see myself like just playing like the first two songs a lot. Like if I'm like in the car, you know, and just like picking random songs like to play from different albums, like I could see myself like playing one of those. uh, I think you would like the first album more, Hannah. Mm -hmm. You should, you should definitely give it a spin to you. Yeah, I will. Yeah, it's not going to make the whole album. I probably won't return to that frequently. But Alex, that song is definitely 
gonna be one that I'll listen to. Yeah. In the future. Mm-hmm. If I could have a moment to speak for myself. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, no need for that. Yeah, I think this album could be made into, to my, in my opinion, like into a really great seven or eight song album, like a really, really strong one. But instead, it's a great eleven album. And I've, I've done album. this before, where I've gone in and edited the tags on albums so that it's like <laughs> an own, its own standalone album with like the songs I want removed, removed, and it's like I get to listen to it that way. And so this may be something that I do to the, to this one. Something about up? that is very <laughs> that's, morbid. That's hilarious. I did that too. Um, just you going do, in do and you like, have, like editing both versions, like yeah, the, yeah. the album, and then like James edit. Yeah, because I can't what, delete. How do, what's your naming scheme? If I ever get exposed to something, I can't delete it. So yeah. I have like, like Baroness is yellow and green, for example. I have like my repository of past albums I've listened to, right? And then I always pull from that. That makes up my my collection, which is like four hundred gigs of songs that I love, right, or albums that I love, and. um the yellow and green album by Baroness, I feel like, is okay. But if you like cut out a ton of the fat, it's like amazing to me. And so I just like did that. They should have brought you in as producer. <laughs> and so what is that? Yeah, album? Yeah. What is the cut version called in your? Well, on that, I just have it like yellow and green because it's separate. Basically, it's okay. in my collection. Okay. Like, ones in the... You do do and an you just remove songs, and then do you there's other times songs, where it's like, do you actually edit like he's out playing pieces God. of songs? I, I haven't gotten to the point where I've edited out pieces of songs, but that, that is something. I, yeah, I am the hand he of God. He wants to, though. I am the right hand of God. James. Um, <laughs> I'm just picturing James, like, popping in, like, hey, let's watch The Matrix, and it's 13 minutes long, and it's just, it's just like, the action scenes. Well, no, it's, it's only the dialogue scenes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we did already say that with Midsummer, he just, like, went through and watched the, like, yeah, you, you scrubbed thumbnails. So, seriously. Wow. I have, um, this is a theme. I do that with like some James of my favorite bands. So like true widow, <laughs> I have an album that is called true widow master. And it's like what I would, Oh yeah. You shared this with would me. Be my drive. favorite album, like the best album I could come up with, like my favorite true widow stuff. Or <laughs> yeah, I have that for, um, Baroness. I have it for Baroness. And then I have it for, uh, put that on drive too. I can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause it's just like a best of according to James. Yeah. Sort James, of, but I also very, try to like take into account. Careful flow and arrangement and stuff like that yeah oh yeah it's like a real album <laughs> it's just like a real album i mean it's like i'm there in the studio with them you know so if i don't have permission <laughs> right you should just um, shoot them an email and just like hey i fixed your album so talking about like editing songs um wait hold on this is what the uh folder on google drive is called master playlist <laughs> well that's just a folder for the for the true whatever bro get out of here quit making fun of me um talking about editing songs like when have we ever done i was listening to uh a pelican record in the car and i was like man i love some of these riffs like there's sections of songs where it's like a a one minute long section where i just absolutely love it and sometimes i think about like just going and collecting those sections and creating like a dj mix for myself where it's all fading into each other in clever (laughs) ways and it's just like the best bangers you know fist pumping bangers of riffs (laughs) And that's all it is for like an hour straight. <laughs> You're gonna get to a point where your whole music library is just you playing all the songs yourself, like re-recording over songs. Yeah, yeah. Just the James Sometimes, cuts. Yeah, sure, sure. Anyway, I'm glad my answer could have used you guys. I feel like this isn't. Yeah, it could be like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> um, I just have you know no boundaries You're with the artists. You're playing God. I, I 
the library. Yeah. I wish I could get all up in there. The worst parts of society. I may or may not have this, but I wish I could skateboard. Uh, It's the I wish I could skateboard? Oh, yeah. The. Um. (laughs) All right, so what's what's up next week, James? Yeah. So this is hard for me to do. You know, it's really hard to pick because I have ideas for albums that I think would be... All right. Good. Let's just get to the point. I'm trying to explain myself. I have, a, I, have a, I already know what he's picking because he already told me. You told him? Uh, so he's already... No, I didn't tell Patrick. Oh. I'm saying I know. Oh, you weren't supposed to tell anybody. He's, that he's being you. so coy and he's already picked. I'm trying to explain my thought process here. Out with it. Go. go. Yeah, get it out. Get it out. So it's trying to balance, like, trying to pick something that is, is good discussion fodder, but that may not be something like I really love. Or picking something that I just love and want to share with my friends. You know? And I feel like since it's early on in the podcast, it may be better to just pick something I love. Because it says a little bit about me, too. You know? And also, taking into context the what is happening in our country right now. And the state of society in general, maybe. I thought this would maybe be fitting. So I picked uh, Dao and uh, their album, Summit. Yeah, I did. It was going to be Summit. between that or their their uh, first album, Tyrant. But I feel like Summit is interesting. And for reasons I guess we'll get into next week, that's the pick. Sweet. Cool. Sweet. I'm, I'm ready for it. So thanks for listening if you've made it this far. We appreciate it a lot. If you'd like to get in contact with us, with us to send us questions or suggestions or gripe at us for anything, for any reason, you can contact us at clubclub at heartaudiocables.com. Again, if you missed it, the album we're covering next week is Summit by the band Thou. And I think it should be available just about everywhere. If not, go to noladiy.org slash thou and you can download it for free. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.